welcome to Groundbreaking, a podcast exploring the stories of young entrepreneurs, the businesses they are building, what's worked, what hasn't, and how they're figuring things out. I still remember that day we built this uh, augmented reality app um, and we were participating in Microsoft Imagine Cup, a startup competition to just help, help the startup. I went to every single furniture store in New Zealand and no one partnered, partnered up with us. I am your host, Eli, and this week we are talking with Ash Sharma. With four businesses to his name, Ash has achieved more than your typical 20-year-olds. Ash got his first computer at five years old, and he's had an interest in technology ever since. By the time he was 10, he began programming and coding. At the age of 13, he started his first business. Alongside his businesses, Ash has also made more than 150 mobile apps. Ash, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Eli. Thanks for having me here. Can you please tell us a bit about yourself and your business? My, my name is Ash Tosh. People call me Ash for sure. Uh, I'm 20 years old. I have been operating companies since uh, I was as young as 13. Um, and then I, I expanded it out after I finished high school. Uh, right now, I'm working on a couple of different um, cryptocurrency and blockchain-related projects. Uh, so yeah, uh, if you if you ask in a nutshell, where my main focus is is at the moment is on uh, decentralization and using uh, blockchain to uh, make cool. things more 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 efficient. So yeah, I would say changing a bit of the the financial industry and. That's where the main focus is, but if you look at my other businesses, they are more focused on like uh, targeting uh, augmented reality, virtual reality, and uh, working off that. But the main focus right now is is around the uh, blockchain and cryptocurrency landscape. Do you like virtual reality? Yeah, I mean it's it's quite yeah it's, yeah. So when I first got into VR was back in it was when the first version came out, the first public version came out of it. And that's where I kind of saw the um, the opportunity for it because uh, the way VR, I think VR is going to change the education space definitely. Is the way we learn things and grasp things is, is is going to change. But what we are seeing is that like VR headsets are more declining in shipments because it's it's not more consumer friendly. But definitely VR is the is is going to be the one of those future. I believe augmented reality would be. Uh, greater than than um, VR because in VR we we go to a different uh, world, whereas in AR we see a digital asset being placed in our real world and we can uh, see that and manipulate that digital object. So that's I see I see I see a greater use case in AR. Yeah. What are you working on now? Um, currently, I'm working on uh, several different projects. Uh, as as I said, mostly on blockchain. So. Uh, at this at this present moment, we are working on like uh, sort of the e-commerce frontier, whereby we're trying to build um, e-commerce on blockchain, and also we're working on something called uh, where we, we are working on a blockchain that will enable other blockchains to communicate with each other. So, if I put it in a nutshell, what I'm working on is is on the on the fintech landscape. So there's the whole fintech industry that involves banking, that involves uh, you know reducing middlemen, uh, different ways of payments. So the, those are the three sectors that I would say my focus That's is. That's cool. Yeah. 
it's pretty broad, I would say. So why did you decide to start your own business? I think there's, there's two elements to it, or the way I say it is, is the way, why we start a business is, I think, I call myself as, a, as an entrepreneur because we like solving problems. Uh, or we try to uh, say, for example, in your case, you're like, yeah, you're interviewing people to get the message across to people to help each other. So that's that that's that's a problem that you're solving. So I think the reason why I, I started my own business is to is to solve a problem. The work is done by the other people who's working for me. But my main goal is to make sure that the problem that we are solving is is being solved. What was it like when you first started your own business, and where did you go for help? Uh it was it was tough when I started my first business. It was yeah, it was it was definitely tough because um, I had to go through like so many rejections after rejections. Because when you're like 13 or when you're like uh, 17, and still in high school, I remember I still remember that day we built this uh, augmented reality app, um, and we were participating in Microsoft Imagine Cup, a startup competition to just help help a startup. I went to every single furniture store in New Zealand, and no one partnered partnered up with us. They, uh, they only partnered up with us just for the competition's sake. But after competition, they just said, hey, look, these are just kids who, you know, are trying to do business. Uh, they didn't take us seriously. So I think this was four years ago. The landscape now is changing. Businesses are more taking young kids more seriously. That means young innovators more seriously. Honestly, I think, I think the way I went about is when I came to New Zealand, so I'm originally from Fiji. When I came to New Zealand, I started off as a uh, a paper distributor. I used to distribute papers, and then after that, I, I used that money to to build and fund my website. I used my skills to actually get a you know to build applications, and I just kept on learning through through learning resources that I had. I think I think today we are we are very fortunate because today we have resources like YouTube, we have resources like um, Google to help us out. And lastly, it's like your parents. Your parents need to be supportive uh, all the time uh, to to help guide you, you know. So, yeah, my parents have been definitely supportive of what I've been doing. And uh, that's where also the another help comes from and my close friends as well. Did you ever feel like giving up and what made you stick with it? Yes, this was uh, seven months ago. Yeah, seven months ago, it was like December 4th when I said, hey, I look, I had, I had quite enough. Um, and I wanted to take a break. I wanted to quit. Uh, but what what let me stick to my idea was uh, uh, it's patience, right? The first the first year of a business is is your holiday period. It's like it's fun. Second year is fun. Actual start goes like in the third or the fourth year when you start like getting your financial reports, your ideas. Are you being innovative? You know, those kind of things change and you want to give up. But I think the key here is to for you to decide um, whether you're going to be here in a long term or short term. Like the projects that I'm working on currently, if I explain it to people, people will say, yeah, this is, this is crazy. It's not going to work today. But for us to look at our competitor, we say, yeah, it's going to be there for 10 or 20 years. Uh, giving up only comes if... Uh, yeah. It's just, it's, just, it's just a passion because every day when I wake up, I was like, okay, what do I want to do? So that's where I'm currently at, I guess. Growing up, how did you balance school and work? Uh, it was tough. 
I think uh, the way my daily schedule was I used to go to bed at like 4 a.m. and I used to wake up at 7 a.m. Uh, this was for past two years of my high school. Last two years of my high school, I was yeah, I was like that. So I used to balance uh, work with uh, with school, but it's tough because sometimes it used to affect a bit of my um, schoolwork. But I I managed to do well in my exams, and it's this thing like you know if you if you really up for it, you have to balance both. It's the same as like a university student, I guess. What do you love most about your business? Um, I think is is the problem that we are solving. That's what I love, is, and and the customers that we are referring to. That's 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 what I love about my my business is is my customers. I like my customers. How do you balance running multiple businesses? Ah, uh, it's very tough as long as you have a a schedule. So if you have a if you have a proper schedule of what to be done, you would be good to go. If you could go back in time, what advice would you give yourself? I would say to be a bit more transparent and clear with the with the with the teammates because if you are sometimes communication, I would say I would I would communicate things much more well. If that's the advice that I want to give to everyone or even to myself is to communicate communication. If you don't communicate things well, uh, you will mess it up. And I have seen that happening multiple times with me. So I'm really trying to change that, uh, making communication clear from day one and having a very uh, straightforward approach, which which kind of learned from the culture from San Francisco is, is you have to have a very clear purview of what you want to achieve from day one. Who do you admire most? Oh, uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> Is my is uh he's someone that I, I look up to and um, his uh, his first investor in SpaceX and Tesla Tim Draper is actually uh, I I've I've uh, I've been to his university and I graduated from that uh, Draper University uh, and I'm I'm always in touch with with one of um, with with his early investors Tim Draper so yeah I think I think when 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 Elon Musk went to Tim Draper for investment. He only said one thing is, I know my customers would be delighted. The moment you say that you want your customers to be delighted is is a perfect business. That's where that's where business happened, I guess. Okay, final question for me. What is your favorite app? My favorite app would be uh, Robinhood, the stock trading app, because uh, I actually know the, the founder story. Um, the the actual founders who uh, again Tim Draper invested into them, uh, and the story for them is remarkable. They were not getting any investment because they didn't have a license, and to get a license it takes two million dollars to get a license from SEC. So it was very uh, you know, and then and then I would say Robinhood and Airbnb would be my second, the way Airbnb funded themselves. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for joining us. No problem. Yeah. You've reached the end of another episode of Groundbreaking. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or through your favorite podcast service. Until next time, stay awesome and share the love.